Welcome to Behold, a series for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 19. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 19 of the Behold podcast. I am so grateful that you are here to join me today. First, I want to thank you so much for being here again this week. I also want to thank you for embracing that we are now both on YouTube and podcast format formats. It's been really fun to see you all clicking over there and joining us on the podcast too. I'd like to just ask you that if you get the opportunity to please rate and review us and subscribe. <laughs> subscribe, rate, and review because those things help me to know what you're liking and what what areas I can continue to work on. It also helps other people to be able to be introduced to this so that we can reach more people with this message with Behold. So if you have a chance, I would love to have your rating and review and for you to subscribe. All right, today we are going to talk about being present. Being present in the current moment, not focusing so much on the past or the future, but just being present right now. Okay, so before we do that, we are going to take a moment to be present with the Lord and pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit, wash over us, and help us to know that you made this moment exactly for us. This present moment is exactly where you wanted us to be. You didn't want us in the past. You didn't want us in the future. You want us right here at this moment. We understand that you've led us through our past and you'll lead us in our future. We trust that all of these things will work out exactly to your will. We ask you to please illuminate our minds. Help us to become aware. Aware of where we're struggling, aware of where we're striving, aware of where we can rest in you. And of course, we ask that everything that we do, all of our thoughts, all of our actions, that they always give glory to you. We ask this in Jesus' name. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, being present. So many of us don't live in the present moment. Our culture right now is really set up so that we very rarely live in our moment, okay? Now, I think, in my opinion, a lot of those of that is because of the screens. The screens constantly in our lives, we are living on our screens rather than in our life, rather than with the people around us, with the um, view around us, we have the view of our screens. But that is for another episode. Today's episode is about where we're living in our minds, okay? And I think we live in three areas in our minds quite frequently rather than living in the presence present. We often live in the past or the future or confusion. Okay. Our brain is often focused on our buffers. You know, the things like maybe if you buffer with food, you are focused on what you ate last night and what maybe you ate too much and you're focusing on, on that, you know, guilt or just feeling bad about what you ate last night, or you're focusing on what you're going to eat later, what could I have for a treat to get me through, um, 
these emotions are too much. I really need, I really need to go run through the drive-through. You know, we're focusing on our buffer and how it's relating to our past and our future. Okay. We also tend to focus, like I said, on our confusion. Okay. So let's start with our past. Okay. I need to caveat this. All of us have things that have happened to us in our past. We have those big T traumas and those little T traumas. And we have, you know, there are some things that are really hard for us to work through. And those big T traumas are, are things that we really need a, a therapist or a psychiatrist or psychologist to help us through. And that's okay. Okay, it's okay to love yourself enough to go get the help that you need. All right, God made you for this time because he knew you would have these resources and he wants you to use them if you need them. All right, so we have those things in our past that, that we're focused on. We also have other you know, little T traumas in our past that we're focused on too, that we haven't processed yet. And we need to work on processing them. But notice that even the word that we use for it, we call it processing because it is a process, it takes time. It's not going to happen in an instant. And yes, Jesus can heal us in an instant. There are times where, where it does heal in an instant, but for most of us, that healing is time consuming. It, it is the process. We are healing through the process. And we have to trust in that. And so once we start to recognize these things, recognize that yes, this is a process. Yes, this is gonna take time. We can start pouring so much love and compassion on ourselves and stop resisting that process. Many of us have these things that we need to work through, but we choose instead to resist them. We push down that beach ball. Instead of just letting it float there, not feeling our feelings, we're resisting it so hard that we're spending all of our mental energy or not pro pushing that, resisting that feeling, resisting what is what's going on, okay? Resisting our past. We need to accept our past. We cannot fight reality. Reality are the things that have already happened. They've happened and we can't change them. Because we're going to lose every single time when we try to change reality, the reality of the past. And something that, that can give you comfort is that everything that's happened in the past has been in God's will. And I know that that can also cause a lot of pain, but God has, God has two parts to his will. He has his perfect will, the things that he has wanted to happen for you and he has his permissive will the things that due to free will he has allowed to happen and anything within God's will he is going to use for good and so even if your past is extremely painful he is going to redeem it and he's going to use it for good and I know that that can be really painful and really hard when we've had some very serious sufferings in our lives and it's okay to tell God that he is big enough to handle it He's okay with you telling him, I'm so angry. I'm so angry that you allowed this to happen. I'm so hurt that you allowed this to happen. It's okay to wrestle with him in that way. Okay? But when we resist in our past, when we resist and we resist, we actually become more focused on our past because we're spending all that time pushing the beach ball down. We're resisting so hard. We're taking up so much mental energy where if we would just let it float, we could start to spend some time in the present too. 
We could let ourselves be processing, but we wouldn't have to spend as much energy on it. We could spend that energy on the present instead because we're not resisting it so hard. And throughout all of that, whenever you're working on things from your past, it's just so important to love yourself. God loves you so much. He, he just delights in you. No matter what that those past hurts, no matter what you've done, no matter what has been done to you, God loves you so much and he wants you to show that kind of love to yourself by living in the present, by letting yourself process the past. Okay? The next place that we live or we often live in our brains is in the future. We wonder a lot about what will happen, what's going to happen next, and we try to plan. And some of us try to plan really obsessively, like we're trying to plan our lives down to the minute, and it's just a way of us trying to have control over our circumstances, but we know we don't have control over our circumstances. Our circumstances are what they are. We have control over our thoughts. We get to control our thoughts. We don't get to control anything else. And so a lot of times as we begin planning obsessively, thinking about the future, especially as moms, I think we spend a lot of time in worry. What's, what will happen? What's going to happen? And, and we spin into this worry and we begin to go to this, this place of when, okay? When, for, so when something happens, then I'll be happy. I have too much going on right now. When the kids grow up, I will be happy. When I have a different job, I will be happy. When, I, when we have a different house, I will be happy. When my husband finishes his to-do list, then I'll be happy, okay? We have all of these phrases. The when this happens, then I'll, I will be happy or, or I will be at peace or whatever feeling that we're sticking in there. But remember, our feelings are not caused by a circumstance. The kids growing up is a circumstance. It's not your thought. Because we've all noticed this before. For example, we say, oh, when my husband gets done with his to-do list, then I'll be happy. But then he gets done with the to-do list, and we're not happy. Why is that? It's because our thoughts are still, they've, they've moved on to another future. Okay, so now we're in the future, all that to-do list is done, and now we're thinking, oh, the to-do list is done. Well, now... I can't be happy until my husband gets a different job. You know, there's just different things that we we always pop something else into that. When this happens, then I'll be happy. We move into the new house and we're so excited and, and for a little while, maybe we even are happy and then we see, oh, this is wrong with the house and that's wrong. Well, I'll be happy when we finish the house. And then we finish the, I don't think you ever really finish a house, but you get where you thought you were going to be and then you're like oh but the kids are messing everything up all the time when the kids are older then i'll be happy and we just keep spinning in the cycle of when this happens then i'll be happy when this happens then i'll be happy this is being very future focused we're basically telling ourselves we can't be happy in this moment and that's just not true everything that we want to feel is available to us right now in this moment all thoughts that will get us those feelings are available in this moment. And because of that, no moment will ever be better than this moment right now. This moment right now could be your very best moment. It's up to you to decide. You get to choose. You get to choose what thoughts you're going to think in this moment. 
you get to choose if you're going to think thoughts that are going to make you happy, even though the kids are little, even though the kids are messing up the house. You get to choose the thoughts if you are going to feel peace, even though you're not in the house you want to be in. You get to choose. So I'd like you to just become really aware, really aware of when you're thinking those, when this happens, then I can be happy. And I want you to just really be curious about that, look at that, and see what you're thinking. What thoughts are you having about your house? If you're having thoughts that this house is horrible, I'll never be happy in this house, thoughts like that are not going to bring you, you know, feelings of acceptance and peace. Instead, thinking, this house serves us for now. This is exactly where God wanted us to be in this moment. Yes, we are going to move in the next couple years, but for right now, this house is exactly where we're supposed to be. And then noticing what you love about the house. Oh, I love this little corner of our house. It's just, it just is so beautiful. Or maybe it's making your house feel a little more beautiful in certain places, and that's okay. Okay, it's bringing yourself those thoughts and then feeling that more, more contentment with your current situation, which is going to give you actions and results which are going to prove your thought that you're okay where you're at. Okay, I hope that makes sense. So no moment will ever be better than the moment right now because every thought is available to you right now. Every feeling is available to you right now. And I know that that's really a hard thing to believe because we've been taught, oh, the future is so bright. The future is what, where, you know, where your happiness is. Our culture really tells us that too. Our culture really is, you know, push forward, push forward, push forward, mm-hmm. which is great. This does not mean, what I'm telling you, it doesn't mean that we stop working towards our goals. It doesn't mean that we don't have dreams. Of course we have dreams. Of course we have goals. But we're, we're in the current moment, that doesn't mean we sacrifice our happiness of now for our happiness of the future. We don't have to sacrifice the happiness now for the happiness of the future. We don't have to be miserable now to be happy in the future. We can be happy in both. We can have peace in both. Allow yourself, allow yourself to feel the feelings you want to feel in the present moment instead of waiting for the future, okay? And like I said, I am not trying to tell you not to follow your goals. In this moment, we can follow our goals. We can set a goal and a plan, and we can live that goal and that plan out each and every day. For example, if you want to read more, set a plan that I'm going to read for 30 minutes each day and I'm going to learn about this and that or what you know or I'm just going to enjoy that time and then be present in that time learn what you want to learn take notes or maybe you're just reading for complete pleasure and and you do you know you're expanding your horizon that way you are working for the future but you're also being present in the moment if you're starting a business there are things that you need to do to take care of your business in the future and that's okay to think of those things and identify them Write them down and work towards them. Don't be spinning all the time. Well, this is going to happen in the future. What am I going to do? When am I going to do it? Just do it. And that kind of leads into our our third thing that we think it. We think a lot. We think a lot in confusion. We spend a lot of time telling ourselves, I don't know. I don't know what I should be doing. I I just don't know. I, 
I know that there's decisions to be made, decisions that probably should be made in this moment, but I just don't know how to make them. I'm not a good decision maker. A lot of us think these kind of thoughts, but you are a good decision maker, okay? You, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you and you can tap into the Holy Spirit at any time. And the Holy Spirit will tell you exactly what you need to do. You don't need to sit there and say, I don't know. I don't know if we should move this year or next year. That's a big decision. So you bring it to prayer and you get present in prayer, present in the moment of prayer. And you ask the Lord and he's going to answer you. He might say, yes, I want you to move. Or he might say, no, I don't want you to move. Or he might say, wait. And all of those are okay. Because you can be happy in any of those situations. You can manage your mind to love the answer, no matter what it is. And then it's just noticing. It's noticing day to day when the I don't know confusion is robbing you of that moment. When you are spinning. Because I don't know confusion, it it's... It's a, to me, it's a spinning. It's a spinning of, I don't know what I should do. Where should we go? But I'm not answering any of my questions. Okay. So if I'm asking myself, even, I can even get into, I don't know, confusion about dinner. What should we have for dinner tonight? Oh, I don't know. I'm not actually answering the question. I'm not giving myself options. Okay. What are the options for dinner? Oh, I don't know. Instead, what are my options for dinner? Well, I've got I have some chicken. Okay, great. What can we make with chicken? Oh, I can make some chicken quesadillas. Great. We're having chicken quesadillas. By answering your question, you know, finding other questions that help you to answer the original question, you can get through it a lot faster. And just as you're building up that relationship with yourself, which we've talked about in other episodes, learning how to love yourself and building your confidence through your thoughts, you're going to be more likely to make your decisions too, because you're going to have confidence in your decisions. And if you're living a life where you're walking with God, you're going to know that he's going to help to lead you through your decisions. You don't need to spin an I don't know confusion. You don't need to let that confusion rob you of your moment. You're spending so much time resisting, again, resisting making the decision, letting yourself indulge in this I don't know. You're spending all that mental energy there so you don't have the mental energy and the, the mental ability to be in this moment. So let's talk about some tools, some tools to help us be present because it is really hard, especially when we don't have a lot of practice being present. It can be really hard to be present. And so I wanna take you to an example of, let's say you are at the park with your kids and your kids are playing and you're watching them play. But previously in your head, you might've been thinking about things that happened in the past. You might've been worrying about things that might happen in the future or thinking about just just the future, or you might have been spinning an I don't know confusion about the decisions you need to make in the moment. Instead, I'm going to give you a few tools here that you can use. When you recognize, just really becoming aware, awareness is always the first step. Becoming aware that you are in one of those places instead of in the present moment. And just stop. Stop. Take a deep breath. And just kind of gently bring yourself to this moment. Don't ridicule yourself for being in one of those other places. All of us do it. Instead, just gently bring yourself to this moment and tell yourself, it's okay. It's okay that you were in the future. I understand. The future is exciting for us. Or, you know, the future, it does have some things that we do need to, to think about, but we're not going to think about those right now. We're going to think about those at this time later. Right now, we're going to be really present 
in this moment to our family. Okay? Just that love and awareness and that commitment to being present. And then we're going to get engaged with what we see. So in this moment, we're just observing our kids, and we want to be present observing our kids. So we're just going to get really engaged in what we see. So we're going to start to identify and just list in your mind. This is just to help you to be present in the moment. This is just to teach your brain to be present. Okay? And you're going to start to list. List all the things you see. I see green leaves. I see a round ball. I see a swing set. You know, just what you see in that moment. And then go through all your senses. What do you hear? I hear kids laughing. I hear birds singing. I hear a car driving by. This is just going to bring you your brain and show your brain that it's time to start recognizing the present, what's going on in front of you, becoming very aware. And then we're going to start expressing gratitude. We're going to say, oh, Lord, thank you so much for this time that I have to be present here with my kids. Look at my son over there. I love his blonde hair. I love his laugh. I love watching how strong he's becoming as he's climbing up these things he's never been able to climb before. And when we do that, we're going to feel so much peace because now we're sitting in the present moment with God. It's almost like Jesus is sitting next to us on the park bench watching the kids with us. And we're just telling him, look, look at what you created. Look at what you put in my life. This is, this is a moment I wanna be present for. And we can do this in painful moments too. There are hard moments. You know, maybe our kid is sick and we just want to be present to them in that, in that sickness and care for them. And we can still find gratitude in that moment too. Thank you, Lord, for letting this child be mine. Thank you for giving me the ability to take care of them. Thank you for having me in this time and place so that we have modern medicine that I can help them with. Just recognizing the beauty of this present moment and that this present moment is the moment where you can choose these feelings. You have all these thoughts and feelings available to you. And then if you're in a moment, get involved in the moment. Go play with the kids. And if that's not an option for you, maybe you have a little baby, you're nursing the baby and watching the other kids. That's okay. It's okay to not be involved in that moment. Actively. You are involved in that moment. Actively involved. But when you are actively involved, be all in. Think about what you're doing, how you're moving your body, what words are coming out of your mouth what your kids are saying to you. Just really be present. Presence is such a gift because God has given you so much grace and he has given you grace for this very moment. And so much of so many of us are missing out on that grace because we're choosing not to live in that moment. We're trying to live in a future moment that we don't have the grace for yet or in a past moment that's that's already done and we do have the grace for it, but we're resisting it so hard that we're not allowing the grace in. Or we're just spinning and telling ourselves, I don't know, and then indulging in this confusion, which I can tell you that the devil absolutely loves when we indulge in confusion because we don't, we don't recognize, you know, we don't enjoy our, our present. We don't recognize the gifts we have in the moment. And we also don't move forward to a future that God's calling us to. Okay. So this week, I want you to just really focus on being present. And I know that that can't be every moment, but just becoming aware. Just becoming aware and choosing. I want you to choose one time this week to be very present, very present to the people in your life. Maybe it's for 15 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. Just being truly present. And I also want you to be present to the Lord. Maybe spend five minutes being very present in the moment, sitting with God on a park bench, telling him what's going on and listening back. 
recognizing all the things you see and being grateful for them. See, hear, feel, and then being grateful for them. Okay? Because when we're present, then we can start living a life worthy of the call we have received. I'm Christy Forsh. God bless. Thanks so much for joining me today. I would love to keep this conversation going. In the show notes, you can find the links to my website, email group, private Facebook group, and more. If this resonates with you, consider coaching with me one-on-one or joining my weight loss program, which is called Beloved. We dive deep into these concepts to help you love your life and yourself without changing your circumstances. This work has changed my life and I know it can change your life too. I hope to see you there.